Aggie. It's a day in the life of Aggie. Yeah, yeah. It's a day in the life of Aggie. Hello. Hello. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Welcome back to another episode in a day in the life of Augie. And you are listening to your host, Augie, or in other words, Michael Ogbana. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to get right into it because I can tell y'all like it when the podcasts are like eight minutes instead of 30. <laughs> but I know for real, though, if you guys get what I'm going to tell you today, this could help you significantly. And, uh, you know, I like to talk about things that the Lord has been really speaking to me. Uh, I hear a lot of preaching during the week. I listen to a lot of preaching and different things. And I get so many different ideas of what to talk about. But I like to let the Lord speak to me personally and have my own personal testimony. And that's why I call it a day in the life of Augie. My weekly thoughts and my lessons learned from my daily experiences. Yes. And so something that's been uh, on my heart to share is this topic. And and I believe that, uh, you know, the Bible says that you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And I believe that this is one of the most Free, this truth that I'm about to talk about will set you free, especially in your Christianity. It will just set you free and you will uh, begin to receive things from God. You know, a lot of people um, have been kind of, uh, I would say, hurt by God, offended by God uh, because of certain things where, you know, they expected one thing from God, but then they got another. And, you know, sometimes that happens, you know, sometimes you're expecting something and then it doesn't happen. Right. And so in that situation, in that moment, you have a decision to make. If you have a decision to doubt God's integrity, you have a decision to say, oh, well, God, you know, you said this, but this really happened. So or you can just understand and know God's nature, know God's word, and, and and still cling to what you know, cling to what you know, and and and, and not not let your faith be shot by the things you experience. And, and unfortunately, many people, many people, um, currently they view the Bible and their life and God through the lens of their experiences. And obviously, all of us are shaped by our experiences. Our lives can be shaped by our experiences, the bad ones and the good ones. You know, but I feel like it's very important not to shape your view of God and not to shape the Bible through your lens of your experience. And and you're saying, "What do you what do I mean by that? What do I mean by that?" right? And and so this is an example, you know, like for example, the Bible says that, you know, by his stripes, we were healed. Right. And that Jesus, they brought all the sick to Jesus and he healed them all. A.L.L. He healed every one of them. There wasn't one person that he didn't heal that came to him for healing. But then you have people say things like, um, you know, well, yeah, I know that the Bible says that. But, uh, you know, sometimes God doesn't heal everybody. You know, I had an aunt, I had an aunt who, uh, she was really a devout Christian and a, and a godly lady, 
But, uh, you know, she got breast cancer. And, um, you know, we prayed for her. We prayed hard. Everybody prayed for her, believing God for her healing. But she um, she still ended up dying. And, uh, you know, so in, in that situation, yeah, God says God, Jesus healed all. But, you know, sometimes he doesn't heal everybody. And we don't really know why. And we, we don't ask questions. It's just sometimes it's not in God's will. And so you hear things like that, right? And you're like, okay. And some people might be able to relate to that. And, and, and uh, you know, the thing is, is, it's obviously you can't say that every time someone gets prayed for, they get healed, right? But then in that situation, are you going to blame God? Or are you going to, you know, are you going to say, oh, just because that person didn't get healed, that means it wasn't God's will for that person to be healed. Or are you going to say that maybe God wanted that person to be healed, but this, this, this could have happened. Or maybe you don't even want to answer that question. Maybe, you know, but it's just those type of things, right? If the Bible says that by his stripes, we were healed. And, and the Bible says in Acts 10 that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And God and Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. So if the word of God says that, it doesn't really matter what you experience. The word of God is still true. And that's what I'm trying to say. I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to say that the word of God, no matter what you've experienced, the word of God is always true. And you have to decide that in your heart. You got to decide that you're going to believe God and his word no matter what you experience, because you got to think of it like this. What did Jesus ask the disciples to pray when he, when he, um, when the disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray? What did he say? Say, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then what did he say? He said, pray that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So what is God's will? that he wants done on earth. The same that's done in heaven, right? And you got to think, heaven, in heaven, there's nobody that's sick in heaven. How do you know that? I mean, gar the Garden of Eden was pretty much God's heaven on earth, right? Before sin came. There was nobody sick in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were not sick. They were not. They were prosperous. They had everything, literally everything, except for one tree. And they had it all. That was heaven on earth. And uh, that is God's will for us to actually experience heaven on earth. And, but why aren't people experiencing heaven on earth? It's because there's a devil that is opposing the will of God on the earth. The earth is, been, you know, the, the God essentially, Adam essentially handed over dominion of the earth to satan when he sinned right and so satan is the god of this earth um and so god's will doesn't automatically get done on the earth now so when you say like oh you know like a lot of people will say oh if god is good why is there evil in the world you know god's will is that there will be no evil in the world obviously God's will is that all people will be saved, but not everybody's saved and not everyone in the earth is good, you know, 
but that's just because of the devil. That doesn't mean that God doesn't want it. It just means that there is something opposing the will of God on the earth. And so the thing is that Jesus came. Jesus came that and when we receive him, he gives you power to overcome all the opposition in the world that's against you. You know, when you get saved, the Bible says you receive the Holy Spirit. And that spirit is the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. And the Bible says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So there's somebody that's in the world. Well, I'm already at eight minutes, man. I got to hurry up. But look, there's a spirit that's in the world, but there's a greater spirit that's on the inside of you when you receive Christ. And, and that spirit allows you essentially to live, um, to like, uh, you know, you can, uh, it gives you power to have God's will work in your life, no matter what is against you, is what I'm trying to say. But let me get into this. I'm going to try and wrap this up in the next like five minutes because I know you guys like short podcasts. But pretty much, you have to decide that God's word is true, that you're going to believe it no matter what you've experienced. You know, the Bible says, let God be true and every man be a liar. That's Romans 3, 4. And then the Bible says in Numbers 23, 19, it says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he spoken and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? So God is a trustworthy God. If he said something, no matter what you experience, he wants to do it. And we have to believe him. We cannot let doubt come in because that's the thing. If we, you know, we hear the word of God, right? We hear that God heals. We hear that God prospers. But then we all we think of our an experience of somebody that we know. Oh, yeah, God heals all. But I know of someone who is a Christian and they didn't get healed and they died like that thing is you cannot base the bible off of your experience and that's what i'm trying to say that is the only thing i'm trying to say today do not base the bible off of your own experience base the bible off of the bible the word of god the word of god and this is what i want to say because you oh i'm good we get it so look, this is why this is important, right? Because you cannot receive anything from God if you have unbelief and doubt. And that is a form of doubt to hear the word of God, to hear a word like, you know, if you if you bring the tide to me and will I not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, I'll, I'll, I'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. And you hear that and you're like, yeah, well, I gave than my tithe and you know i still i still have you know the bible says that he'll rebuke the devourer for my sake but i always get in car wrecks and i always get flat tires and my everything goes wrong their bible must not be true okay look just because you're not experiencing what the bible says doesn't mean that the bible is fake or it's not working and the thing is the good news is that you can still experience you can still experience what the Bible says you can experience. You can still experience God's will for you, but you have to get your believing and your thinking right. And, um, you know, the Bible said in Hebrews, it says that um, he was talking, the, the, the author of Hebrews was talking about how, you know, the Israelites, 
they couldn't enter the promised land essentially because of their unbelief. And he wrote that the gospel was preached to, to us as well as to them, talking about the Israelites. But the, the word preached did not profit them or it did not benefit them because it was not mixed with faith in those who heard it. So if you don't mix your, if you don't mix the word of God with faith, and you're constantly doubting everything that you read, or you constantly have like an opposite point of reference for every word of God and every promise of God, you will never receive anything from it. And I want you guys to receive from the word of God. I, I want you guys to be able to read the word of God and say, that's mine and receive from it the benefits of it and experience it in your life. And um, that's my will. And that's my hope that this podcast helps you to just to think. Okay, no matter what I've experienced, God's word is true, no matter what. And I'm going to decide today to believe it. So I'm going to close with this parable. You know, in Mark 4, there's a parable of the sower. And uh, many of you guys probably know that parable. But Jesus actually said to the disciples, he was like, because the disciples, he, you know, a lot of the times he told a parable and the disciples were like, what the heck were you talking about, bro? Like. Jesus, what do we, and then Jesus, about this parable, he was like, do you not understand this parable? He's like, if you don't understand this parable, how can you understand all the parables? In other words, he was saying like pretty much this parable, if you understand this parable, everything else is going to make sense in life. That's what he's saying. And so in this parable, he was talking about this. um, There was someone, a sower who was sowing seeds in the ground in different soils and he pretty much was explaining how the sower was the, uh, you know, Jesus was a sower, and um, this the seed was the word of God. Um, I'm I'm sorry, I haven't, but anyway, yeah, he said the seed was the word of God, and it was it was dropped in different soils, but one of the soils was um, it was sown. It said it. it Jesus explained that. Um, uh, I'm trying to find it, but. Pretty much the soil, pretty much he explained that there's people that receive the word and when they hear it, but then Satan comes immediately and takes the word which was sown in their hearts. And then he said there's other people where the seed was sown on rocky ground and they, but they first receive it with gladness, but then, uh, you know, the cares of life and, or persecution comes and then they give up the word or, the, you know, they, it doesn't benefit them. And, and, and um, in the in the Dakes Annotated Bible, um, he explains that he was like, um, he was like saying that uh, that verse, that's in Mark 4, 416. He said that that illustrates those who hear the word and gladly receive it, but have no depth of consecration, no root to endure, no stability to stand persecution trial and misunderstandings which are sure to come so you know this is what the devil does he'll steal the word that you hear um or you know he'll he'll bring misunderstandings through those experiences that you have and so people might have bad experiences and because of that the devil will use that to to kind of to change their thinking about the word of God and cause them to doubt it because they didn't experience it. And, and then what he does there, he's, he just cuts off any opportunity of you to receive from the word of God. And so I want to encourage you today. 
whatever has happened in the past, whatever bad experience you had with God or anything, you know, I want to encourage you to believe God. You know, personally, like, you know, guys, I've been taking exams. I just took an exam um, on Saturday and uh, I took an exam last Tuesday and I actually did not pass my first exam. And, it, you know, yeah, I'm taking it again soon. But, uh, you know, a lot of people were praying for me, believing God for me um, that I would pass. I just have such a great, awesome friends and I actually did not pass by a couple points. Um, and so I'm going to take it again in a couple of days or in about a couple of weeks. But, you know, I could be like, oh, everybody was praying for me and uh, I didn't pass. That means that God's prayer doesn't work. <laughs> I could be like, oh, yeah, you know, prayer doesn't really work. People were praying for me to pass. I didn't pass. That means that God, you know, he doesn't answer prayer. Or I could be like, okay, yeah, they prayed, but I could have, I didn't really study as well as I should have. And so it was my fault. And, you know, sometimes you got to take responsibility and, and not blame God and not put everything on God, you know. Okay, yeah, people prayed for me, but I could have studied way more. I kind of took it lightly. You know, and so that's what I get. But I will not fail again. I will study hard and pass. And, and you know, it's not a big deal. I got over it after like an hour. But, uh, you know, sometimes that happens. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to blame God and be like, oh, God, maybe it's not your will that uh, I pass my test. <laughs> no, it, it, his is, it is his great will that I pass. But uh, unfortunately, I didn't. And um, it's okay. God is great, and uh, I'm not going to blame him. It's obviously I could have studied more and uh, put more time in. And so things like that, you know, it's just deciding to believe God, believe his word, no matter what happens in your life. And when that happens, you will start to experience God's word working in your life and for you, and you will start to um, receive the benefits from his word. So I want to tell you guys today, believe God no matter what anybody says. No matter what happens in your life, believe the word of God. Do not let doubt come in. And I believe that when the word of God is sown into your heart, you will reap 30, 60, 100 fold. And uh, I just love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. God's word is greater than your experiences. And you will begin to experience God's word when you begin to mix it with faith and not doubt. And I just want to pray for you guys. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ for my friends that they will just believe you, believe your word and not doubt in the name of Jesus. I pray they will begin to experience the benefits of your word in their life. And we just want to give you all the glory, all the honor and all the praise in Jesus name that I pray. Amen. Y'all have a good one. I love you guys. This is a day in the life of Augie. Sorry for going a little over eight minutes. It's all good, though. Love you. It's a day in the life of Aggie.